We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. The Parkinson Spiegel Show. I mean, you guys are the best team in Chicago. Everybody knows that. We all know that the afternoon show is not afraid of anything, really. Yeah. But Afternoons on the score. Crosby the kick from 38 for the lead, for the pack. the push up the oh, middle just tremendous push Alex Brown you see him number 96 off the ball look at all the hands up in the air Aaron Rodgers watching goes you gotta be kidding me the Parkinson Spiegel show afternoons on the score what a great moment in Bears Packers history when Alex Brown blocked that field goal Bears go on to win in overtime Felt like that could have been scooped and scored. We'll ask him. Alex Brown, NBC Sports Chicago with us on the hotline presented by Circa Sports Illinois. What's up, AB? Happy New Year, man. Happy New Year, guys. How y'all doing? We're good. Thank you, Alex. Should, should, should that have been a block six in that spot in 08? That, you know what? I talked to Peanut about that, and he said he couldn't feel his fingers. He couldn't feel his hands. So mm. when he reached down to pick up the ball, he kicked it and kicked it right out of bounds. So it very well could have been a scoop and score, though. Yeah, and then uh, the other funny part of that is you actually, like, you did your job, you blocked the kick, but you didn't mm-hmm. do what you were supposed to do, correct? That is correct. That is correct. I was actually on the wrong side, and Erlacher's telling me to get on the other side, but during the game, I knew that this particular um, lineman would cave down if I was, like, lined up inside eye of him so I lined up inside eye and then swimming because I knew he'd do it the other guy wouldn't so I'm not going to that side I don't care if y'all call the block on the left or not I'm not going to that side I'm going to this side because we need to block this damn thing and that's what I was trying to do so I'm just glad it worked out that's amazing. Wow. Freelancing and, and you make the play. Um, yeah. Trying to look at the game logs. I think you were seven and nine against the Packers. Does that feel right? That's pretty damn good, Alex Brown. You know, you know what? That is that is really good being that um, we didn't start out very well when I first got here. Um, when I got to Chicago, uh, if you know, well, in 01, I wasn't here, but the Bears go 13 and three. And of those three losses, two of them were to the Packers. How the heck you go 13-3 and three and you can't beat them once, you know? And then after that, we get smoked. And then we open up Soldier Field 
and Brett Favre hits Donald Driver on a bomb, and it's like, oh, wow, this is okay. Yeah, this isn't going to be fun. And then Lovey comes, and the first thing he says is, we're going to beat the Packers. It's like, whoa, whoa, hold on, coach. Like, have you seen the Packers? Like, you you know what you're saying, right? And then he had a plan, and he put put the right guys in place and um, changed the mentality. And, yeah, we had a very competitive team for – so, I mean, probably the duration that Lovey was here, we were very competitive. So, um, we're very fortunate to get to the Super Bowl in 06. I still think we had a better team. We just didn't win that Sunday. And I thought they had a really good shot to do it in 2010, where, ironically, the situation is exactly the same as it was in 2010, but on the other side, where if um, if the Bears beat the Packers, they're out. Back then, if the Bears would have beat the Packers, they would have been out that last game of the season. They didn't. The Packers squeaked in and then went on a run. I think they blew out Atlanta at their place, and then they kind of came back to Soldier Field and um, beat uh, beat the Bears. So that is really, really interesting, Alex. So when Lovey mm-hmm. gets hired and he says, uh, you know, first order business, oh, yeah. we're going to beat Green Bay, Mm-hmm. You you were skeptical of it. Were were other other were other players skeptical of it? What what was that transformation I'm, like? I'm not. I mean, I'm not. I'm not going to speak for everybody, but everybody knew. I don't know what I can say up here or what I can't. But we're getting our ass handed to us from from those guys. So yeah. it wasn't like we were competitive with them. No, not at all. We were getting smoked, and it wasn't like it was close. So I've been in in a couple. I mean, coming to Chicago. I wasn't in a lot of those games where at Florida where it just didn't feel like we had a shot. And then once they like, okay, here we go. And then they turn it on and it's like, oh my gosh, like, okay, this is a real football team. (laughs) They are really good. So I don't think, I don't know if everybody felt that way. I'm, I'd venture to say some other people felt that way, but I definitely did. So, but it was good to see that Levy had a plan and, um, fortunately for me, I mean, I was, uh, I was a part of that plan. So, and we were able to build something very special that, um, almost got to the finish line in, uh, 06. You know, Alex, it, it obviously they're just starting maybe to build something here. And mm-hmm. it, we've been trying to figure out how much of the obvious collective goodwill and the love that these guys seem to have for each other, the camaraderie and how they play with and for each other. How much of that is due to the coach? Do you get any do you get any sense that there's anything close or or budding, like building towards what you guys felt for Lovey in terms of what's going on with this defense and how they feel about the coaches? It's very early, but do you get any sense that we're uh that we're building towards something like that? Well, from the from, I mean, I'm I'd be merely speaking from the outside looking in because I'm not inside that locker room, right? So um I would say that from the outside looking in, those guys, they, they really love their coach. Um, I think they play hard for him. You can see that on the football field, whether they're winning or losing. Now they're winning, and it's starting to kind of snowball. Um, uh, it's just happening late in the season, and they're going to miss the playoffs. But if they go and they beat Green Bay, I think there's a there's a chance that you, you might want to run this back with this group and see if they can continue taking that step forward. I don't know – if people really remember, uh, 04 wasn't a really good year for, for the Chicago Bears and Lovey Smith in his first year. And then his second year didn't get started off too good. And I think we were one in three. And then all of a sudden it kind of clicked. 
and we started to go. We went on like a seven or eight game uh, winning streak and then lost to Pittsburgh at Pittsburgh in some crazy monsoon snow deal. And that team ended up not losing another game and, win, and going and winning the Super Bowl in 05. So, yes, I can see that building. You can see the um, they've figured out how they win. And I think that's the biggest key, finding out what you do well. Just like Pittsburgh did back in 05, they figured out how to win. They ran the football, they played great defense, and they ran the table from there. If the Bears can just figure out what they do well, I don't care if it's pretty. It doesn't matter. If, it's, if, if you go out and you throw for 400 yards and you run for 115 and you lose, at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. I mean, you got to win because this is a production business. And if you don't produce, you're going to get replaced. That's just how it is. Whether you're a coach, a player, it doesn't matter. So I like what they're doing. I think um, if you can go out and you can go spoil a game that means everything to Green Bay, um, you go spoil that for them at their place, I think it is worth kicking around. You you have to think about it. But on the other hand, <laughs> yeah, 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 go on. Yeah, I'm telling you, like on the other hand, you got to think about over the last eight years, what have we done? Well, we've been actively looking for a quarterback, and and we've seen Patrick Mahomes. We've seen um, Deshaun Watson. We've seen C.J. Stroud. We've seen uh, Lamar Jackson. These are these are players that we've had an opportunity to draft in a in a time where we're actively looking for a quarterback and we're passing on them. Now you're telling me we have a chance at this new crop of quarterbacks, and we're just going to pass on them too. Well, then you better be right about Justin. And I see 10 and 27, I think is his record uh, on, on his start. And, oh, man, it is very hard to, to say I see something good coming from that when you just look at the record. Now right. you look at the last five games, sure. But, or six games, sure. You're like, okay, we're headed somewhere. But the overall picture of that, it looks real grim, I'll say. Well, right, but Alex, I think that what you said there at the very end, right, like 10 and 27 is obviously horrible, but you've watched mm-hmm. you've watched every game just like we have, right? I mean, mm-hmm. year one, it's Matt Nagy, and he's running Andy Dalton's offense, and they're not adjusting anything mm-hmm. for him, and it was idiotic and horrible. Then last year, the team is openly tanking. They're, they're tra- trading away Roquan Smith, trading away Robert Quinn, first year in a new system. I guess my question would be, if I told you the last six games and maybe say 10% better, because he's still clearly improving, 20% better, uh, was going to be the new norm for Justin Fields. But it is high risk, high variance, tons of running. But, like, that's what it is. Is that good enough to pass on Caleb Williams? The last six games plus 10 or 20%. Well, first off, I don't want to. I don't want to just pencil in or ink in uh, Caleb Williams. I think you have to go through the process, and you have to see which guy fits what you're trying to do, what you're trying to build, as far as the guys that's coming out in the draft. You have to go through that process and evaluate all these guys. Now, um, if Justin's going to be ten percent better from where he is now, and that is the floor, absolutely, I'm moving forward with Justin. I'm moving forward with him, and we're going to build around this and. Um, yes, we'll take into consideration that, yes, he, he could get injured. But um, last year there was two quarterbacks trying, that got paid. Um, there probably was more, but these two in particular, and Joe Burrow and Lamar Jackson, well, which one's hurt? 
which one seems to be hurt all the time. Yeah, Bert, right. Burrow. No, no, you, you can get, you can get hurt in the pocket. pocket. No question. Yeah, absolutely. Correct. Yeah. Correct. So yeah. you can get hurt in the pocket. You can get hurt running. It doesn't matter. I mean, these guys, you got some you got some animals on defense out there. You got guys like Michael Parsons. I don't care if you're in the pocket or running. He can hurt you. It doesn't matter what. So you, you find a guy that you feel comfortable with leading your team. And if you give me 10% better Justin Fields moving forward with the draft capital that we have and the things that we can put around him, Hell yeah, I'm moving forward with Justin, and we're gonna we're gonna find we're gonna stay in the in the lane that we're in and continue winning. I don't you don't have to win pretty. It does not matter. I just care that you win. When you look at who they beat, I wasn't super excited about the Atlanta game. The game that I was super excited about was the Detroit game. That is a bona fide playoff contender right there. They are if if they get going, they can cause some trouble in the playoffs for the NFC in my opinion, until they see San Francisco. But, hmm. like, they can really be a problem. That team you beat, that team you should have beat at their place, like, that that's something. Now, get over the mental hurdle of beating Green Bay. Do that? Yeah, man, I, I'm, I, I would find it hard. And I've been very critical all year of Justin and whether or not we should move on from him um, and saying that we should. But I'm, I'll back off of that a little bit and just go through the process because you're still going to go through the process um, with the with the quarterback in the draft. But and unless one blow you away, then no, you you keep Justin and you keep you just move forward. But like 10% better Justin Fields and um, that's the floor. Yeah, I think I'm gonna go with that. My goodness, Alex Brown, it's a fascinating place to be to be this far into watching all of Justin's games as we have. And to still mm-hmm. be questioning, to still be there, kind of trying to pick it apart and have this one game matter. But you know what I keep coming back to <laughs> is that he's real good against man coverage, especially when he knows mm-hmm. DJ Moore is singled like Atlanta did. But when you zone mm-hmm. him up, you zone him up, and he's got to make those anticipatory throws and throw it before he sees a guy open. It's mm-hmm. a, it, it is a challenge, and there's lots of sources and lots of stories within the league saying exactly that. Does that come up in your mm-hmm. conversations when you and Lance are sitting there watching the games? Like, oh boy, there's a zone. He's waiting to see a guy open rather than throwing it. Early. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expert date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, 
the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Really, that can get you in trouble in this league. It comes up. It comes up for me. Lance loves him. I don't hate him. It's just like I just can't. Lance wants to win. He wants the Bears to win, but he wants them to win with Justin. I don't care. <laughs> I right. don't care who it is. I don't <laughs> care what the name on the back of the jersey says. I just want the Bears to win. That's it. I don't care who does it. So if you give me another quarterback that can actually make these, um, can anticipate this and beat zone covers as well as man covers, then I have no issue with it being um, with, with us going uh, with with Justin. But if he can't do that – then yes, that's a problem because all defensive coordinators, they're looking at this as well, right? So, and they're going to, that's what they're going to run against is they'll stop running, man. I don't care if you get Marvin Harrison Jr. It's not going to matter because they're going to go zone. And if he can't do it, he's just going to throw interceptions. And then we're going to be back here and we're going to have the 12th pick. And now we got to trade away everything to try to get up to get a quarterback. Amen. I think you have to really go through this process and evaluate it. And now, I'll go back to what you said about the new quarterback or the quarterback having different coaches and all that. Um, Trevor Lawrence did the same thing. And in the first year, he had the new coach who looked like a different player. I haven't seen that with Justin. Yeah. Like, they had when, – when they had um when they had Urban Meyer down there, it looked like – I mean, he looked like trash, honestly. Yep. And then you, then you look at how he – they almost beat Kansas City last year. In Kansas City in the playoffs. They almost did it. Kansas City went on and won the Super Bowl. So when you look at how far they went from Urban Meyer being a disaster to them changing the coach and then this kid really taking off, that means it was already in him. It was there. It was there. They just kind of moved out of the way and let him kind of cook. Now he has to take LC and they'll be fine. I want to see Justin take that step forward and stop putting it on all the coaches holding him back. You know, it's, it's great when they execute because it's all execution. When, when they execute, everybody says, oh, that was a great call by Luke Getze. Well, hell, when they don't execute, still a great call by Luke Getze. They're just not executing. It's on the players. The players have to execute the plays that are being called. Longtime Bear Alex Brown with us ahead of Bears and Packers. We'll talk to Brian Balaga in a little bit. Dan Wiederer at 4 o'clock. Do you have a player comp for Montez Sweat? He remind you of anyone? <laughs> Montez, man. Um, oh, he he probably had um, uh, the effect on our team. Probably Wale when he came. When Wale came, uh, a legit thin sack guy a year. When he came to the team, it was just little things. Like if you look in '04. I was still – no, 03. So, 2003, while he got there in 04, I want to say Lovey's first year he got there. So, in 03, I'm still – like, I'm in, like, Pop Warner. I'm wearing all my pads. I'm wearing knee pads, thigh pads, <laughs> butt pads, hip pads. I'm wearing everything. While they came, and then it's like, oh, okay, I'm a little more comfortable if I don't wear anything. He's like, well, why won't – why do, why do you not wear your pads? He's like, well, if they hit me on my legs, then that's my fault. If I do my job and use my technique, then they won't hit me in my legs. I'm like, oh. And then I feel faster, and it's like, oh, okay. They need to teach you little stuff about how to attack a tight end when they get on your side as a, and what to look for um, when you hit up a tight end and you got that tackle inside, that tackle goes 
down, make sure you get that left foot. It was just little stuff he would teach. He could teach me or he'd say, and it would help me so much. And then having somebody on that other side, even though I still mess with him and I still think that I had to go against a tougher guy every single week in the left tackle, yeah, okay, he got his 10 and he did his thing, but come over here and get some of this left tackle, man. Because he left tackle, we're talking about <laughs> – we're talking about um like pace and and uh we we play Seattle every single year it seemed like Walter so Jones you you got Walter Jones like oh my gosh like these guys and then Chad Clifton he had well I mean, what's the guy name for Green Bay that he had over there uh he was oh he was so bad but he was perfect against Wale like what he did it just it messed with Wale and it was so funny because. This is probably the worst left tackle you're going to – or worst right tackle you're going to go against, and you can't sniff the quarterback. <laughs> he just couldn't do it. He could not beat him for some reason. So, But Wale, I would say Wale made that difference or made probably the same effect on our defense um, as Sweat is doing because since he's gotten there, man, it seems like the defense just took two steps forward, and we're winning because of the defense, you know? Yeah. You're talking about Mark Tauscher? I'm talking about Towser, yes. That's him, Towser. That's what I thought. Wally could not beat him. Yeah, it was yeah. Awful. <laughs> what, That's amazing. Adewale Ogunle was, was the first guy I thought That's of as so well great. in terms of, like, completing the defense. Um, yes. But Montez as a – I mean, that's Montez. As an athlete, 6'6", and 262, so strong, <laughs> so rangy, it, and so good against the run as well as – as 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 the pass rush, it's like I find myself thinking through all like the Pro Bowl or All Pro Hall of Fame defensive ends, looking for a body type, looking looking for a comp in that way, and 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 I can't Ooh, quite. Ooh, Strahan is interesting. Strahan is interesting. Strahan, like he's a tall, he's probably a little taller mm-hmm. um, than Strahan, but like I I probably I probably go with Strahan, and I. I think we have to. Yes, he's uber talented physically, but let's let's look at his the mental side of it. He came in. He came to a team that needed this, yes. and he delivered immediately. Like that is that is tough to do. It's tough to do regardless. But when every all eyes are on you, everybody expects you to do it. When we when we took him, I'm not the only one that was like, wait a minute, we didn't get Chase. You know, like what? Hold on, we got we got sweat. We get take. Yeah, like, but like, but you, like you got that pressure to perform to come through right now, and no, no problem at all. He came in and just elevated. Everybody was able to play ball. Like you, you finally got. You remember two years ago we had a uh, Mooney. Um, we were going into the season, and Mooney was supposed to be like the number one guy. And it's like, wait, Mooney can't be the number one guy. Now you got sweating, and you you put that guy who is a who is a pass rusher, a an alpha. You put him out there. Now all the other guys can get in their position, right? Now all the other guys can do what they do. They can play off of him, and you see the plays. You see the D linemen that we didn't even know that these guys could get to the quarter. We got more guys getting to the quarterback, getting pressure, um, finishing sacks, getting hands on the ball, tipping the ball up. Our linebackers are making plays all over the place. And we just didn't see this prior to Sweat getting there. So it's a, it's, it's phenomenal, honestly. Um, and I think he deserves a lot more credit than he gets, even though we do give him a lot of credit. 
but he deserves more because it's been it's been amazing to watch the transformation of this defense. Oh, Michael Strahan, 6'5", 255. That's pretty there damn close. Uh, and, and and all those yeah, other yeah. – he uh, made, made O.C. Humanura better, made JPP mm-hmm. better, right? Uh, Justin Tuck Absolutely. made that Justin whole D-line Tuck. better. Yeah. You're right. Good, uh-huh. good stuff, they Alex. Crushed, mm-hmm. They crushed um, New England. And uh, that, that's why they won. You know what I mean? Yep. They won yeah, rushed for that D-line got after it, man. So, yeah. They're, that's a that's a great comp, and I think he's had that effect. It's been it's been fun to watch. Alex Brown, good stuff, man. We appreciate you, and uh, we'll be watching on Sunday. And uh, thanks for joining us. Absolutely, anytime, guys. Thank you. Thanks, Alex. Alex Brown, NBC Sports Chicago oh, football after show. That scratched such an itch for me, man. I've that been looking fun. for it. I've been looking for it. And and Strahan is whew, Strahan four straight years uh, first team All Pro. Pretty good. Well, that's the, I mean, I know, pretty good. Strahan. Production outrageous. Much higher consistent pass rush, rush production indi- sure. individually than Montez Sweat has ever approached. For sure. I mean, this is the best season Montez Sweat has ever had. I was one of the guys that thought Chase, Chase Young over Montez Sweat. It's one of the things that, again, you have to point to and say that polls gets right on like these like 50 50 calls. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, he's like, oh, good job. Like, he. Takes Darnell Wright and Jervon Dexter instead of Jalen Carter. You get a good uh, nose tackle. We'll see if he ends up being anywhere near what Jalen Carter is. I know the second half of this year he's been very productive. Uh, But also getting the right tackle, which helps evaluate the offense. Reasonably right call. Trading the number one overall pick. Identifying Carolina. Selecting DJ Moore. Mm -hmm. Good call. Like, Brisker over Pickens is looking good, though. Pickens is playing very well. None of us are here talking about Ryan Pohl's job security. No, he is. He has job security, and I'd be floored uh, any if it went any other direction. Brian Balaga, really fun interview. Longtime Packer, Super Bowl champion. We will get his perspective on Bears-Packers rivalries and just how good is Jordan Love. And uh, Weederer at four o'clock. He texted me a couple of days ago, and that's not something that's happening all the time. Oh, a budding, uh, uh, budding bromance I, here. Let's take it easy. <laughs> and but he said he goes. I think, I think we're going to have fun on Friday's appearance. So, oh, really? Really, Dan? So, no, looking forward to that. So, Dan Weederer joins us at 4 o'clock. Parker to Spiegel on the score. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.